See this? This is my boomstick! got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. All right. Yeah. So you ready? For... Uh, I don't know. Well, we're recording, so I hope you are. This is Slow Robot A Go-Go, Big Show 269. Uh, my name's Mal. With me, as always, Dr. Morbius. From Parts Unknown. This is the podcast dedicated to bringing you B through Z grade movie reviews. And, and other lies. And other lies, yeah. This one is not a B movie this week though. It's a good one. <laughs> this uh, movie's like Freedom Rock, man. Yeah. It's Freedom Rock, dude. Freedom you know, Rock. I don't know what this movie is today. We're, we're, we're gonna yeah. tease it. We're not gonna tell you what it is. This movie today is an existential wow it's mess weird. that it's, I like. Uh, yeah, I love this movie. This is one of my favorites. Not, I mean, not top ten favorites, but favorites. You yeah. know, love it. Uh, did you watch anything this week? What have you been watching? No, I didn't. I didn't. I didn't. Nothing. I did not. I did not. Wow. Yeah. All right. There was a. I watched. I didn't watch any movies, but I did watch a. Uh, uh, Hugh. Ha- they ha- Netflix has a new show on. It's like an hour. Each each episode's an hour. Hour. Season one is uh, Hugh Hefner, like the Playboy, like behind this this stories and yeah, stuff like that. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know why you'd have more than one season, but it's interesting up to this it's point. It's a season of the life of Hugh Hefner. But like, and uh, supposedly then, if there's season one, then there would be more. But I'm like, eh. Like, oh, there are boobs involved? Oh, yeah, total nudity and stuff like that. Oh, but, that's a good... That's but, um... A, that's a good... It shows, like, his, from his beginning, like... And each week is a different chapter kind of thing, you know, and, uh... <laughs> it... I... There was a lot I didn't know. I didn't know. I mean, you know... Like, is there play, some you didn't want to know? Uh... Not yet. But it was... It's interesting. Um... You know, like, how he started and, and some of his philosophies behind it and... You know, because it has him talking, but it also has... Like a younger guy pretending to be him, acting out like uh, so. They're uh, showing like the yeah. scenes, but then he's going, you know, we started this because no, like there wasn't anything out there other than hunting and fishing at, um, magazines for men and stuff like that. So, you know, it was it's pretty interesting. I don't know how you feel about Playboy. Um, do you like it? Did you like read it when you were a kid? Not <laughs> read it, but you know, you know. Uh, but did you? Uh, yes, like, yes, yes. I mean, because like Playboy was always. A little bit... Um, did your dad have a stash of them? No, my dad didn't <laughs> have any of that crap. Uh, he was... Um, he had guns, though. Oh, tons of guns. Yeah. Uh, he... <laughs> that's a rage. Yeah. Uh, but, like, Playboy was always, like, kind of the more artistic or more thoughtful of the of the, of the the girly mags. You know, I don't know. Like, to some degree, don't you think? Tasteful. That's what I mean. Like it was a little bit more tastely done than like Cherry or Hostler or some of those that aired a bit more uh, uh, to the uh, yeah. to the nastier to side. The, rain you know? cow- the raincoat crowd. Gross, but yes. Oh um, God. I don't know. It's a, I, right now. I'm having fun with it. I'm, I'm not binge watching it. I'll just watch one every. I watch one one hours long or hour twenty minute long uh, every couple days. You know, maybe like two or three a week. But is it's, it so? It's like a whole... How many episodes in a season? I don't know. I didn't look how many it was, but, it, like, because it started from him, you know, and it does show kind of the the truth of it, losing his wife and, and like, uh, or, you know, getting divorced and stuff like that because, you know, 
and it's it's pretty cool. Right now we're at the uh, like I guess the early '60s, early to mid '60s. So it's oh, they're already, it's starting to take off, yeah, and he's yeah, yeah. he's he's already bought his like this big swinger mansion in in Chicago, not yeah. the Playboy mansion that we know, yeah, but yeah, 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 I guess yeah. the first one, you know, and uh, and. It, it's like the first hipster magazine, kind of. Kind of, yeah. With boobs. And the first epi- issue, episode, or issue, yeah. had Marilyn Monroe in it. Yeah, and they, well, they talked, like, a whole episode was talking about how he secured that. Like, how he mm-hmm. got that, and how much he paid, and, and, like, at that point, they were broke, and he couldn't get any... He wasn't finding the one he wanted for his first one, and they couldn't getting picture after picture, you know. And then, finally... He heard, he read in the mag he read in the newspaper that some guy some calendar guy had it, this picture you know oh that's a story and he went over and bought it for five hundred bucks and that's you know and then the first ep- issue went nuts like uh, seventy one thousand and it's it's in, I've always heard he was a workaholic and by all accounts he is he was I mean he had made time for play too but he was he lived in the office he worked nonstop he's you know. Said after five he'd be there till two and three in the morning editing and stuff like that. So he, you know, he built the thing. Yeah, it's become kind of stodgy now though. They went back to showing boobs. Well, I heard that, but at this point, who cares? I mean, um, you know, does it matter anymore? With uh, again, with the uh, with the internet, who cares about a magazine? Well, you know, not that? everybody has the internet. <laughs> <laughs> then how are they hearing this show? Well, you know, the thing about it is, it's like. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's not a big thing anymore, yeah. but it was a big thing, and the internet's a piece of shit anyway. So yeah, you know. it's true. Go back to your magazines, kids. I did like, um, you know, yeah. I don't know. I remember in the eighties, except our show. Yeah. Well, I remember in the eighties to to try and keep up. Like Playboy got a little bit crazier. You know, that's when all the fake boobs, fake boobs, up. and cocaine reign supreme. So. That's a recipe for disaster. You 70s know. was the last great era. 70, yeah. 80s wasn't bad, but the fake boobs started showing off. 70s was a good women natural got, era. Women got interesting looking. <laughs> but they, but they, the grooming wasn't up to par. You know? <laughs> so, Let's just leave it so, there. It was pretty wild. Uh, I'm, I'm excited to see where it goes, but I don't know if I'd go on for like three seasons or four seasons. Like, It's not interesting enough. Once you know what happens, but this is the stuff I don't know, so it's kind of kind of cool. Yeah, now. so cool. And in fact, I think for my pick, probably next week, I'm going to pick uh, the first episode of Playboy of he- Hugh Hefner's Playboy Mansion or Playboy After Dark. Yeah, like it's this TV show from the fifties. Yeah, like no, sixties, sixties. Well, I don't know. There, there was one. There's like one that was like a. There was a fifties version. I know I the sixties so. one. Yeah, maybe it went into the sixties because it was like fifty-five or something like that. Like they wouldn't play it in the south because there was uh he had the uh, two black uh, jazz singers oh. on and stuff like that, and they wouldn't and they pulled it, you know, because he said no, I'm not, you know. Don't say they pulled it when you're talking about Playboy, okay? <laughs> I they did. That's a Freudian slip. Yep. So it should it's it'll be interesting. You have a copy of it? Yeah, it's on YouTube. Oh really? Yeah, and I was like, oh cool, because they had and they had this really long one from the '60s, but this was like an hour special or like a half hour or like a 45 minute special. Like it was his hourly or his okay. weekly TV show. So I was like, oh yeah, we'll do the first one of that. Why not? You uh, know, who cares? Cool. No, no problem. Ah, anything else going on in the world today? There's a lot going on in the world, but you know nothing that like has anything to do with B movies besides our great show today with yeah. our uh, great interesting movie. Yeah. You know, I, usually I don't. Some of these movies, these uh, quote unquote better movies, 
they might not be my favorites, but they sure have. You, there's more to talk about. It's not just like <laughs> it's yeah. not just that we're going to tell you the plot of the movie and. There's a there's a lot of weirdness going on, so it makes it a little more interesting. Cause yeah, there's no reason that that I should like this movie as much as I do, but I love it. No, there's one reason because cars galore. Well, no, no, but not even Dodge not, cars. But not even galore. that. Keeping something interesting, like you can't just watch. Like it's very oddly shot and and oh, interestingly yeah. shot. You know, oh, yeah. eh, whatever. Let's go to a trailer break and then we we'll just get right into it. Uh, yeah, Freedom we'll, Rock. We'll man. be back for with Freedom Rock. Don't be square, daddy-o. 70s. Yes. Uh, my date's a flute-toting bandor. Does that answer your question? Imagine, if you will, that the most frightening things on Earth are about to come out of the darkness. They will look surprisingly like your neighbors, your friends, your family. This situation must be controlled before it's too late. They are multiplying too rapidly. Now accept the fact that there's no escaping the awful consequences. We've got to survive. Somebody's got to survive. When there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth. Dawn of the dead. They must be destroyed on sight. There is nothing you can do to stop it. It's too late. It's already happening at a theater near you. Dawn of the dead. Contains scenes of violence that may be considered shocking. No one under 17 will be admitted. Dawn of the Dead from United Film Distributing Company. The legend of Frankenstein once again brings terror and nightmare to the screen in Lady Frankenstein. Joseph Cotton is Baron Frankenstein. The what is Devil with his face, I don't care what he looks like. I want him to live. Sarah Bay is Lady Frankenstein. Is what they called your father's life's work a monster, and they're right. They are not right. She's beautiful, she's evil, and she'll do anything for love. Would you like to have my body bend to you? Would you like to make love to me? She creates a new, more terrifying monster, and only the monster she creates can satisfy her strange desires. Using her beauty and her scalpel, she cuts deeply into men's hearts. There has never been a movie like Lady Frankenstein. Rated R. I got news for you, pal. You ain't leading but two things right now. Jack and shit. And Jack left town. The manhandlers. When the mob muscles in on the massage parlors, the girls rub them down, then rub them out. Soft chicks and hard guys, lusting for a piece of the action. The manhandlers. The torrid touch of tingled fingers drives men to a frenzy of naked desire. Massage parlor mouths hold you in the grip of vice. Skirting disaster, flirting with fate, dancing with death. Dangerous dolls take on the whole gang. Machine gun mamas blasting the underworld with a hot shower of lead. The manhandlers. The massage parlor racket laid bare. The dens of desire spread to reveal a thousand thrills. He wields a 45. She carries a pair of 38s. The vice squad busts in. The girls bust out. More guts than the godfather. The manhandlers. Wait till they get their hands on you. Rated R. Under 17, not admitted without parent. Thanks a lot, Dr. Dickhead. You totally fucked me there. All right, we are back. Manhandler. Wow. The manhandler. Yep. So what is... Are you gonna, the big reveal, what is our re- movie this week? I don't remember. 
I know ah, it's like ah. a, I know it's like co- it's a cosmic movie <laughs> yeah. from the cosmic seventies. It's almost like kind of like Easy yeah. Rider, yes. except there's no Dennis Hopper. I wish he would have been in it, but you know, <laughs> it was almost like you're repeating a similar movie. Yeah. You know? It should have been uh, that the, that that one weirdo that pulled up with his chopper, like, hey man, can I get you anything? That yeah, should have been Dennis yeah, Hopper. Yeah. They couldn't afford him. Oh, I've got I've I, when I went on when I I downloaded this the 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 file. There was an audio. There was a an extra track on, you know, the director's track. Yeah. And I found this unbelievably bizarre tidbit about the motorcyclist and his nude girlfriend. <laughs> it's a uh, well, you'll, you'll yeah. hear it. So it's it. awesome, but yeah. So this is a movie that has no point. It doesn't, but it has everything. It has, but it has but a it, lot of meaning. No point, but a lot of meaning, or I don't know. I don't know yeah. what the hell that means. It's a it's a it's kind an of allegory like, for a personal a person's freedom and making a choice to either give up who you are. Or kill yourself. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It could be like a, I mean, a journey through life. You yeah, know. Yeah. Freedom. You have your choices, and you know, if you want to be tied down to the man. So basically, we're talking about 1971's. Can I give the reveal? Uh, okay, 1971's yeah. vanishing point. All right. And it says during the 70s, car delivery driver Kowalski delivers hot rods in record time, but always runs into trouble with the highway cops. That's not even close to accurate. But anyway. I mean, well, it is in the 70s. It is. It's 71, but that's not really the point of this one. <laughs> Whatever. Okay. See, I don't see it. I don't see it as a suicidal movie. I see it at the end. I see it as like a, you know, like a, the. It, anyway, we'll get we'll yeah. get to what I okay. see because this movie is up for. You watch oh, it. You make up your own mind. Yeah. You know? See, I don't. I didn't mean suicide. Like. I just meant his, his choice between freedom or not freedom. And well, you can yeah. t- you can look at it as like this guy. You know, went through all of these things through his life because it, it goes through. I mean, it's just a cha- it's a chase movie, but you hear you see flashbacks Flashback of his life. He didn't really succeed at anything, Chain of and events, then he didn't yeah. give a crap anymore at the end. You know, yeah. and you can look at it that way too. It's true. You know? Yeah. So this is starring cast of uh, Barry Newman, who played Kowalski, uh, Cleavon Little playing Super Soul, yeah, Cleavon Little from uh, of course Blazing Saddles fame. Uh, one of the great movies. Yeah, of all yeah, time. Uh, yeah. Uh, Dean Jagger is Prospector. Uh, Victoria Medlin is Vera Thornton. Paul Clasco is a deputy. Robert Donner is a deputy. Who cares? And it gets to Gilder. John, Ta- John Amos was the uh, you know from Good Times. He was the other yeah. Well, disc where is he? Oh yeah, he's not even on here. He was Weird. the other disc jockey. Yeah, that was right. He was the engineer. Actually. Yeah, and then um, the only one that really matters, other than uh, Barry New- Newman, was a uh, uh, Gilda Texter as nude nude uh, rider. Nude rider. All right. What a great uh, that that'll pique your interest. That is that comes along right at the right time that was, where it picks things up because you're like that was huh. the only that was the only movie she ever made, according to the director. The only movie she ever made. Yeah, she's she was, a lot she of was the stuff. girlfriend of uh, yeah. uh, one of the deputies in the movie. She does like costuming and stuff like that. She's she does a lot of movie stuff, but like she has a lot of credits. No acting. Yeah, just this movie. But uh, yeah, interesting. Uh, she got she apparently in that one scene where she did where they talked her into riding nude. It was a very hot day. And they had ice down the seat, and she was on it all day. And she burned her yeah lady parts. parts. Yeah, well, of course. And then they had to pop the blisters. Oh, that's just isn't wrong. That, isn't that a great little didn't need that right there for you? Yeah. Didn't need that <laughs> anyway. It was the seventies. They should have just put some dumbass uh, uh, like piece of fur on it or something. But it doesn't matter. There was already a piece of fur on it. Oh, oh, but it, oh my god! Oh so my we, god! Those jokes just keep on coming. We start out and uh, Kowalski pulls in to like he, car comes screeching in to a to a garage, and he's like, "We meet our our driver." He gets out and he's like, "Oh, where's the next dri- car?" And and the guy that's in there is like, "No, you should stay over, take a break." 
He's like, no, I got it. I got to keep going. What's the next car? And um, and he takes some uh, some amphetamine, some speed. Yes. And uh, and he's like, and they're like, oh, okay, here it is. And he comes ripping out with this a Dodge nineteen seventy Dodge Char- uh, Challenger. Challenger. Yeah. Challenger, like Challenger RT. Yeah. It's like the most badass Challenger. Yep, the four forty six pack sta- uh, uh, standard drive. You know, standard it sounds ship. like it sounds like a motor. It sounds like an airplane engine. Those know? things are bad. Those are cool cars. You know. Apparently, from what I read. The reason they do they use those is because the, the the producer had a had a deal with Dodge and they said hey you know you guys have been good to us give us what car do you want us yeah. to promote or whatever and they said, said basically some people some people said this movie is just a promotion for Dodge because <laughs> a lot of the a lot of the cop cars are Dodge or whatever old old sixty four Dodge cars yeah like yeah, those yeah Dodge Monaco's which my yeah. friend had so this uh, this was their most badass car of the year yeah. so it was like and I think they had four or five of them in the movie oh that yeah you could tell they went through a lot of that them that they trashed <laughs> or whatever <laughs> so, so, why yeah. not so he gets yeah. in this thing he just tears off and then. If you blink, you miss the plot of this movie because he pulls up into some biker bar and his drug dealer's there and he's like, hey man, you got any uh, uppers? And he's like, or bennies they call them. He's like, yeah, and he gives him a handful and he he puts them in his pocket. And he's like, I, I'm, I gotta make it. He goes like, why don't, you, why don't you come over and have some beers and you know we'll, we'll nail these two chicks and all this stuff. And he's like, no, I gotta get going. I gotta make it to Frisco by 3 p.m. And he's yeah. like, you can't make it to Frisco by 3 p.m. I was like, I'll tell you what. Uh, double or nothing. You, you give me these amphetamines for free if I make it and call you, and if not, I'll pay you double. Yep. That's it. That's that it. is literally the plot of the movie in one sentence. You're like, huh? Because then he burns rubber and starts going. And that's it. And that's it till the end of the movie. <laughs> till the end of the movie. And it. He meets some weird people along the way. Yeah, really, and um, you know, really beautiful cinematography. You know, this is oh, yeah. very um, almost like the good, the bad, and the ugly, or you know, like sweeping vistas and there's just long road nothing around it one white car just barrel assing down this road and then you know. cops get involved cops get involved and, and then accidents happen yeah first the first ones like immediately two motorcycle cops try and pull him over yeah and he just bumps one of them and yeah. he crashes like and i was like Whoa, wait always, a minute and he always stops to make sure the guy's not dead did you yeah know? he I did like, well, the old like uh, okay he's, not he's, dead. he's moving yeah. yeah and it, and, and they and he jumps the, like dukes a hazard style over this ravine and then another one there so he's like okay uh, now they're not, now the cops are like crazy with getting this guy. You know? he, he went through uh, he went through Colorado. Then yep. he, then the cops of Colorado said, "Okay, Nevada, you're next." Yeah, you they know? St- and they stop at each line and they call ahead. And then out of nowhere, this Jaguar X type, uh, one of those yeah. fast those those cars are really fast. Uh, they probably I believe it, that Jaguar would have probably beaten that Challenger, but. He uh, was for a while. There. Well, he, I mean, they're, they had a, they had a faster top it's a, end. It's just also a smaller car too. Yeah. Oh yeah. They supposedly they hit like around 160, oh. and that's a that's fast for like for those little tiny cars. Uh, but he so this guy out of nowhere just comes up and starts like bumping him and r- racing him, and you're like, is this a dream? You know? And he and he that guy crashes horribly. They they're racing towards a one lane bridge, uh, with the road markings that I've never seen before. Did you see that where it was like? It was like a jagged white line. I didn't notice it. On no. one, it must mean going down to a one-lane bridge, but huh. I, I was like... That's right, they're doing the chicken thing. Yeah. yeah, and the guy crashes terribly, spins off the road, and goes into the water. And uh, yeah, He lives, too. Yeah, he lives, and, that's, and I don't think he, would, he wouldn't have lived from that crash. But And whatever. then like the cops are on to him, and they're going like... 
well, you know, one of them, I think he says to the other one, well, we, we, we can't really get him for much except for a misdemeanor or something. Yeah, that's a misdemeanor guy, in Vegas. This other guy doesn't want to press charges against yeah. him. And, you know, so we can't really do It's not really, we can't lock him up. So, you yeah, know, like, we'll stop him and give him a ticket, but who cares, you know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and it, that's when Cleavon Little gets a hold of this. And that's kind of, I think, a nice way of kind of, getting this a little bit more interesting yeah yeah this yeah. is now i like it becomes this movie. more than a chase movie. yeah it comes more than a chase movie and it's also this you would have a really hard time keeping the audience caring about some dude driving really Unless fast a motorhead and wants to see like car i love crashes. cars but still <laughs> t- like an hour and a half you're like okay can we do something else now? Like they do, they yeah, that. yeah, they do. Um, so I, I never, I, it was weird because there's like when he gets involved, first he starts like, "Hey man, you know this guy? What did he call him? Uh, soul searcher or something like." No, soul- he was super soul. Stephen Little was super soul, but I don't know if you called him Kowalski or because he didn't know. His no name one knew his then. name at first. No one knew this guy's and name. Then, so it was like he was just like, "Hey man, keep going." And then at some point in the movie, they become like telepathically linked and somehow, because this movie gets cosmic yeah. after a while, because he doesn't have like an R, you know, he doesn't have a CB in his car, but the... They didn't show that, did they? No, but the, 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 the Cleveland Little says like, hey man, the cops are gonna, not going to get yeah. you, keep going. He goes like, yeah, yeah, okay, I hear you, you know, he, he wants keeps to like talking, shut them off. He keeps talking over the radio. Hoping this guy's hearing him, and he always is listening to the yeah, radio. Yeah, he is listening to him on the yeah. radio. Yeah, but he re- but he responds to him, and he talks back, and he responds to him. I mean, before he even says it, I yeah. think. Yeah, so it's kind of yeah, like there's a couple times where he's talking to him, and it's like, huh, what? Yeah, it kind of gets weird because he's know? dropping him hints about where the cops are. Yeah, and there this starts to gain momentum in the public's eye, like they start tracking him, you know. Yeah. And I forget what it was next because he. At one point, they have him pinned down. Well, doesn't and he, he, go, he goes into the desert, doesn't he? No, that, no, no, no. After, after, I think that thing happened. He keeps going, and he's remember he stopped at a gas station. Yeah. And there was like some hippie chick there, and he's like, you know, what, she's like, he's looking at her. And she's like, what do you want? How much? What do you, you know, what do you want? Yeah, fill her up. Yeah. And he just stares at her. He goes, uh, fill it up. And then he has a flashback. Remember? Yeah. To some girl that he was. So, was it that where he had the flashback of the girl getting raped by the cop? Well, in the first, the, the first car? flashback we have, yeah, the first yeah. flashback we have is the motorcycle racing, because he bumped the two motorcycle cops and they crashed. Right. And then when so you see he was a, he was on a, like a yeah. motorcycle racing. He's kind of getting while. his story in flashback. Yeah. And and he crashed horribly, and then this, yeah, then this is where he he recognizes her. Like he, she remind he reminds him of, of her a girl that he was a cop yeah. at one point and there was a cop in the back seat, uh, grabbing some girl trying to get her to like uh, have sex with him, yeah. have sex with him, but also like you know, uh, 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 tell her she's a junkie or a druggie or whatever. Yeah, he's trying he to get was, some info. Yeah, out Yeah, he of was her. really being rough, and then Kowalski gets out and and, and, and he lets her go and he lets the girl go, and then that's when we find out he gets fired for it. And he know? gets fired for it then. So then like he he wakes up from that. And the girl's like, okay, you know, and so he takes off, and then yep. that was the second flashback. Yep, and then he's just cruising, and then cops, then there's these real shit kicker cops. Yeah. That yeah. kind of, they're like a little bit lynch mobby, and the little, I mean, like they're too, they really want to get this guy, and they're yeah, like, they're like, yeah, they're like yokels. They're almost, they're almost like yokel. southern cops, yeah, even though they're like in Nevada or yeah. whatever. But okay. Yeah, know, Texas or Nevada, wherever they were from. Like, yeah, they're real good old boy. Types. They're the, and yeah, this is you know. Late 60s, early 70s, and the good old boys were still some places. And yeah, they were still around and, for a long time. And afterwards. they were chasing him, and then they crashed 
horribly. And then, th- then they like they had a whole gang of cop cars, and they were jumping in, jumped in, and were chasing him. I did forget one thing though. This okay. this movie, I said it starts out where he pulls in. Doesn't start in there. No, this, it starts this movie starts at the end of the movie. Yeah. Then yeah, you yeah. flash forward. This two days earlier. Yeah, like, there, oh. there's always like the time frame. I know, like, I know, I forgot. And at and the beginning of the movie, it's like you're seeing this old, sleepy old town, and you're seeing like shots of people Oof. at the window, and then there's like these bulldozers like coming into town, and you don't know mm-hmm. what they're doing. They're like coming in, and they're like pushing stuff, and I'm going like, okay. Yeah. And then you see him like drive up, and then he sees like the bulldozers, mm-hmm. and then he turns he stops around. Stops and spins around, goes back sees a whole fleet of cop cars coming, spins around again. That's when he comes racing down this road and he runs past some flares and it's, then it stops, blurs, stops. And then it starts and it off says, with... And then that's where, then yeah, that's yeah, where it picks yeah, up. Yeah, yeah. It's and like that, a prologue. It, it was a, a Tarantino-esque uh, homage. Well, Tarantino homage this <laughs> I in, know. in uh, what, Death, death Proof. Proof. Yeah, yeah. This, this is... Uh, death Proof uh, was highly yeah. uh, uh, influential, influenced by this, I should say. Yeah, yeah. So, you know, and then... This so is where, when those good old boys get him, this is where he turns into the desert. And he yeah, drives, and, he and he's man. crisscrossing through this desert, and he's lost. And he blows a tire, and he, f- and he fixes that. And then he's kind of like, oh, I'm, I'm really in some trouble. And there's a rattlesnake. And there's a rattlesnake, and then there's this, this out-of-the-coal-mine-style prospector. Dean, Dean Jagger. He's like, hey, hey, I'll get that for you, young feller. And he looked like the... He looks like a prospector from like a cartoon from the yeah, 60s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like Warner it's Brothers hilarious. Yeah, you know, and you're like, "Huh, okay, whatever." And he's like, "I traded these snakes for beans and coffee and and sugar, but mostly beans." <laughs> yeah, right. And he's like, right, right. "I can tell you how to get out of here, but you got to take me cuz I can't find my my truck." And he's like, "Okay." Or his truck was busted. Yeah, he's or like, something. "Okay." And then then the helicopters are overhead, so they they camouflage him. It, with like tumbleweeds and stuff, and then yeah, because he got off the road, so they just sent. Then I had to send helicopters to try find him wherever the hell he is. You yeah, because at this point he didn't kill anybody yet, but I think mm-hmm. he he did enough damage to go to jail for a long well, time. Well, when the cop cars crashed, yeah, that yeah, was like yeah. that was a big deal, you know. Well, the motorcycle crashed too, but when the cop cars crashed, yeah. At that point, it was almost like a like a. Burt Reynolds movie because the cop, the cops were on that motorcycle and it was doing that wonky thing and yeah, they're like yeah, yeah. just get back in here Cletus you know yeah, yeah, and it was yeah, almost yeah. like goofballish and then it really transitioned into what am I watching now because now the prospector gets him to this revivalist group of commune hippies out there and that's the band Delaney and Bonnie and friends that was mm. uh, they were uh, Rita Coolidge in the band they were like pretty famous Eric Clapton joined them in the early 70s and George Harrison they toured with them or whatever really oh yeah Lenny and Bunny were pretty big for a little while you know and then uh, you know they're they're like in the revival singers or whatever and then there's that other actor Severin Darden there (laughs) and he's like the preacher and he and the old man's like well I got the snakes now can you give me the you know stuff and he's like oh oh let me see them oh okay and these guys really grabbing those awful snakes or whatever yeah gross and I'm like and he goes like well, um, we don't do snakes anymore, you know. Yeah. We got this music now. We got now. hippie music. We got hippie music, and see, everybody's really happy now, so sorry about that. And the old man's like, well, what about my, you know, my my food, my, my stuff? Yeah, my stuff, my and coffee he, and beans. And, and he you know, says, well, I'll, I'll get it to you or whatever. And he's really weird, though, because he's like, where'd you bring that outsider? And he's like, he yeah, brought, yeah, he yeah, brought right. me here. 
Yeah, he's yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I told you never bring anybody. He was like, he brought me here. Like, he wouldn't answer anything really. Because then he's like, okay, well, he needs gas, and then he'll leave. And they're like, okay, gas, huh? Right. He's like, set these vipers free, and he throws the snakes, and then he just he gives them a can of gas, and you're like, okay, so. So then he asks the old man, so, okay, so you were cool, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how the hell do I get out of here? Yeah. And he says, just follow the sun, and that'll take you, like. Through the large oaky finoki yeah, he's a large cactus or whatever yeah. and you'll be fine you know? and he's, he's like, like so that's the asphalt and he's like when the de- when the earth becomes black and you're like so the road is there you is there you're talking about the road you old crazy yeah, bastard yeah, yeah, yeah. so all right we're gonna take a trailer break and then we're gonna come back and and wrap not wrap this movie up. we still have a lot to talk about but it's uh this existential yeah because car next, movie next it gets a little, little hippy dippy and then it gets a little odd and violenty then it gets a little endy so okay we'll be right back Surely you can't be serious. I am serious. And don't call me Shirley. The barrier between life and death is no greater than the thickness of a door. Now, the door is open. What do you want? An ancient house, a phantom car, a terrifying confrontation with evil. Trish Vanderveer, Joseph Cotton, The Hearse, a classic experience in fright. From Crown International Pictures, rated PG, parental guidance suggested. Let's go back a few years, back to 1944, when the big hit was Sentimental Journey by Les Brown. Back to a time when millions of Americans were fighting in a global war. Back to a time when one family, living in Holland, a land overrun by Nazi madness, was fighting a personal war, fighting hatred, with love. The hiding place is the true story of that family and the hope and life they gave to those who faced the darkness of despair, the certainty of death. The Hiding Place starring Julie Harris, Eileen Heckert, and Arthur O'Connell. Introducing Jeanette Clift. Filmed and colored by Worldwide Pictures. If caring means anything, if love matters at all, see The Hiding Place. Self because this is one doctor who does make house calls. Right, Mini-Me? Hey, assholes! I'm right over here! I'm Mini-Me! Come and get me! Welcome to the 23rd century in the fantastic pleasure world of Logan's Run. Imagine the fulfillment of every fantasy. Run, Logan. The satisfaction of every vanity. Run, Logan. The absolute attainment of every wish. Run! Logan's Run. Rated PG. Parental guidance. Released by United Artists. It's the perfect world of tomorrow. There's just one catch. Have you been drinking, sir? I had about a half a beer, but the dog had a lot. Okay, uh, I just remembered, though, we did forget one thing. Before he went, before he got in trouble with the cops, he picked up uh, two guys pushing a car, and it was, they said, just married, and it was the two... No, guys. that was towards the end of the... That was... That no, because he hurts them, and that's why they say, oh, now we have 
they're pressing charges. Now we have something of substance. Oh, that's right. Yeah, so yeah, these the two, two gay guys. Yeah, these yeah. two gay guys are pushing this old uh, nomad, a 55 nomad, and he stops, and they get in, and he's like, okay, I'm, I'm going there. And he's like, oh, that's great. And then they, they start getting really weird immediately. They go, they're, they're going like, oh, you look why sad. You, why are you laughing at us? And he pulls a gun. Yeah. They try to rob him, and, and he like beats he, he beats out. the crap out of him immediately. Like he takes the gun and slaps him around like nothing. And then when they when they when they push him out of the car, one guy's oh, he's like such a weird kind he's of. He's a man man relief. boy man baby kind of yeah, thing. And yeah, he's going to Frisco, and he goes like, oh, that's great. That's where we're going because <laughs> it's a just married on the back of their car. Yeah, it's so like, weird, man. And that was. And then that's when the cops say, oh, well, those two guys that he beat up are pressing charges. Even so. though they pulled a gun on Yeah, him, now we have They were, like, pulling reason. people over. And that guy who was sitting in the front seat, the guy, that guy has been in so many oh. ba- B-movies. He's always the bad, the worst of the guy. He's been in Westerns and B-movies. He's been hatching space, movies. weird yeah, dude. Yeah, I forgot what his name is, but yeah. we'll post it on the, on, the, on the blog. He has been in every, he was all the... Anthony the James. Yeah. The pre yeah that's him the primo bad guy yeah. the sleazy nasty bad guy in yeah. every seventies wears movie. a size twenty eight waist you know yeah Anthony and, James and just like yeah. that that real scrawny weird guy oh uh, Clint Eastwood <laughs> westerns he was in yeah, oh, everything man. yeah because he had a pockmarked so face so that's right because those are the guys that press charges on yeah so then now they're starting to get this information though because they're like. Now you see the cops are like reading his name Kowalski. No first name available. He was a cop. He was a road racer for a while, you know, because we sh- they flashes back to him crashing in NASCAR, you know. And, and I forgot at what point he stopped somewhere and he started thinking about the girlfriend in the van, who yeah. was a surfer girl. Remember? Yeah, that, that was pretty early on. That was pretty. Early oh on. no, no, no! That was towards the end because. He's kind of remembering. Yeah, because I remember because it was there was was that when he sees the biker girl. He thinks about this. Yeah, I think so. Oh, okay, okay. So because now we're getting to that part, right? Because like he yeah. he he beats the cops. He's back on the asphalt. The and now the radio is kind of he's getting the same stuff off the as the cops. Anything the cops say. And then and then uh, Cleveland Little is saying over there. And then super there. does Super Soul get beat up yet? Yeah, like at the same time almost like these the 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 cops kind of form a lynch mob and smash the radio uh, windows in and beat up um, Good Cleveland Times Dad Lil, and Cleveland Little and John Amos yeah, and, yeah. Jo- and, and Cleveland and they beat him up really and bad and Cleveland Little's blind too yeah and uh, and then and we he doesn't know that yet and he's driving the Challenger and some biker pulls up and he's like hey man I know you're Kowalski yeah, right, you need right. anything he's like no I'm good and he's like hey but wait a minute do you have any uppers He's like, I yeah, have some yeah. at my house. <laughs> yeah. He's like, well, where's your house? And he's like, about, back about an hour, uh, a mile. And he's like, okay, well, let's do that. So they throw it around, and he pulls in, and there is just this angelic scene of a completely nude, very beautiful woman Biker driving girl. around on a Honda. And I said, no, you really do meet the nicest people on a Honda. Yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then, uh, and then, and she, so she's circling around, and he's like, uh, this, the dude comes out, and it's this. Their house, air quotes, is a yeah, dilapidated trailer, trailer in the middle yeah. of a of a deserted highway. Yeah. And he's like, oh, you know, here's the uppers. And he's like, oh, I just need a couple. He's like, well, take them all. And he's like, nah, I'll just take whatever I need. Don't worry about it. And he grabs like ten. Yeah. And um, and he's like, then they start listening to the radio, and they're like, does his does this sound normal to you? And he's like, no, he sounds. Oh yeah, because Super Soul sounded a little weird or whatever. He even called the girl up. Like I goes, what do you think? Does he, this guy sound normal? She goes, no, nah, he sounds a little. Strange. Yeah, he's not he had talking just got beat up or whatever. Yeah. They came in the next day. Yeah. Remember, like, there was a different group with him, and they're yeah, like, yeah, yeah. and uh, so, and that was very 
poignant of the times, but kind of sad to be reminded of that kind of crap, you know. But whatever, that's life, I guess. So he's still on the air, but now he can tell he's leading him into a trap. Yeah. And the the, the biker guy goes and, and he goes like, I'll go check. And he and he rides off to the to where the, the radio station is. And, and like down the street and all that kind of stuff, you know. And uh, and then the girl's like, hey, you want to you want to screw or anything like that, you know? Because yeah. this is the free swinging sixties or seventies, you know. And he's like, nah, I'm all right. And then this is where they imply that's the girl he saved, isn't it? Because she comes out with that thing about the cop. No, no oh, it's no, just no. like she just followed. No, him she was she was like she followed his career. This is the part where I think he has a flashback. Of he had this one girlfriend. They were in a the, van. Yeah, that nice. And then like something happened to her. She went on the beach, and then you see like a scene of a surfboard, like you know, yeah. floating upside down. So she died, and the girl was like knew about followed this guy's career. That's why would she though? And she yeah, I don't know. That's a weird. I one, thought this whole movie's weird. I so. thought they were implying that was the hippie girl that she no. that, he, that he saved from that girl that guy. It could be though. It might. I mean, it might be the same. The like, hippie girl that he saved from what? From no, th- from being raped from no, the different looking person. No. Eh, okay. No, no, I, I thought it, I was like eh, it might be the same one, but yeah, not the same girl. She, but she was just like know. a. She was like some girl that like you know I guess she followed him, like uh. heard about him when he was a motorcycle guy. Was it? <laughs> she when she was a when he was a stock car driver or whatever, and then she. Yeah, found he's a Vietnam veteran, him. and he was a cop that saved a baby or something weird like. So yeah, she brings yeah. out this board and it has all this stuff on him. He's like, huh, okay, can I have some smokes? And she's like, yeah, here's a pack of smokes. At first he was, she was going to roll him a joint. And then and she like, said, no, I just want smokes. He's like, no, just just a, just a regular regular one. Not just a regular one. smoke. And she goes, oh, yeah, okay, straight. Mm-hmm. Weird. Yeah. So the guy comes back and he says, yeah, yeah, there's cops waiting for you out Everywhere. there. And he goes, but but I got an idea. He goes, check this out. And he's got... Some kind of a, <laughs> a a machine that makes the cop noise. A hand crank, original like those, original those are original ones. Crank. Like yeah, on like a, a they were a lot of them were on the fire engines. And had the he, hand crank. And then he's got like this little uh, moped or something. Mini bike, like, like a they, little mini bike. Mini bike, they were, like they were, the ones with the lawnmower pull start engine on them. I drove. That was my first motorcycle. Was one of those. So the cops are waiting for him like at this at this intersection there, and he and all of a sudden like. A car comes by, they look at it, okay, yeah, you can go through. And then all of a sudden, they see an- another car coming out, and and it's got the siren on, and it's got the red light flashing. You go, oh, wait, oh, open up the, you know, uh, don't block the highway, it's a cop car. All of a sudden, there he goes the, yeah. with, with, like, the with like the makeshift uh, police thing. He goes, oh, my God, it's him, it's him, let's go get him or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, like, he takes off, and mm-hmm. then he stops. And he tells the hippie guy, hey, man, you better get going because they're coming after me. And the guy pulls the moped off. And <laughs> the guy goes, you think you're going to get back with that? And he goes, yeah, yeah, don't worry about it. I can do it. So off he goes. Yep, you know? and, he just, and I think it was close to a state line, which is, then they yeah, stopped. Yeah, he's getting to San California yeah. state line. And then the California people start tracking him down. And, it's a, and it seems like it's a room of like these up. Like cop women. It was like Doctor Strangelove. Yeah, that, that yeah, room, yeah, that's yeah. what that that's what that room reminded me of because there, there was like a blip following. Comes there was a helicopter and it would yeah. and they were moving pieces with those long sticks. Because it was like you know, they're like oh yeah. Because it was like these on the road they had these like tra- these like uh, uh oh it was like these boxes with like a yeah a sensors like a, like a sensor yeah. that would like kind of beep okay mm-hmm. there he is right now you know so they're following him through like. California, they got him going over to San Francisco or whatever, yeah. you know? but he's just driving, like, you know, and then that's where the scene that's not in the version that you saw, right. where he's like driving, all of a sudden it, it's like night, and then he stops, 
because he sees some like yeah. woman on the side of the road. There's a weird cut. Like I'm sorry to interrupt you before you go into it. The, there's the American version, and then there's this one scene, and we only know this because it hit cult status that the UK got with this scene you're going to describe, Doctor right. Morbius. Because Doctor Morbius saw that side, that version. I saw the American version. So there's just this one scene that. I guess they said didn't test well with American audiences or yeah, who I cares? Know. I don't know. I it don't doesn't know. matter. But so anyway, he so sees, here's the he scene. sees the yeah. hitchhiker mm-hmm. and it's night. So he stops and she's like, he goes, hey, do you want to ride? And she's like, kind of like really like kind of, it's Charlotte Rampling, a famous star. And she's like very like somber and grim looking and she just stares at him and she goes, yeah, okay. And she's like, wow, real friendly hitchhiker, you know. <laughs> yeah. So she gets in the car with him, and they're talking. And pretty soon, like, you know, she likes him and stuff like that. So, like, he's like, he's he gets tired, and he goes, well, let's pull off to the side for for a second, you know. And then I think they started to make out a little bit. And then I think they, no, no, they didn't make out. They, she goes, hey, you want, a, you want, you want a smoke? So she pulls out a joint. Yeah. So they stop the car, and they both take the joint. And then he, he makes out with her. And then, like, you know, all of a sudden it fades, and then it comes to daylight, and she's no longer there anymore. So he's, like, looking around. He doesn't see her. So then he goes out. Okay, I can't find her. So he just gets back in the car and takes off. I guess it, from what the direct, from what I think I read or the director, uh, you know, narration, that's, like, he's, he, that she's like is, she symbolizes death. Because mm. she looks death. Like, she's dressed in dark clothes she's got like a kind of a mean look on her face goth girl she yeah. may she gives him the kiss of death you know and then in the next morning he takes off because i was saying well instead of like stopping why don't you just keep going at night because the cops are going to have a harder time catching you at night you know but anyway yeah. so that scene they cut out it's only like a five minute scene but they cut it out so then the next scene is him back in the day like taking off yeah on the i don't road. think there's anything else that happens is there no, that's... This is like the end. I mean, because this is the yeah, end where... Yeah, pretty much the end. So he's like driving and driving and driving. And then it cuts to the town. And you see all the people there. They're all sitting there waiting. They're all like, almost like they're like Watching excited. Yeah. And then you see the trucks like pulling, like in the beginning, coming together to form like the, the, a... Oh, the, the bulldozers. The bulldozers, And they're, put, yeah. they're dropping the blades right down, like kind of against each other to, to stop this. The There's no way around it. Which eh, he 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 could have driven around. He's there. driven around things the whole movie. He's driven on the wrong side of the highway. He's driven up over those easements and ju- or you know and jumped down. But I but, but I guess if you want to think of it as an allegorical tale, yeah, that's what this. When you he know. you know if you think of it that she's death, well then he knows what's coming. So he goes well you know here's my. Here's my journey to the light. Because yep. basically, he's driving through this thing, and you see like a thing forms like a V-shaped light. In between, he, yeah, the, the sun's going in between the blades. And, and it's this, this bright light. Bright and light. he's so speeded out and potted out and drunk out that he thinks he's going to make it. You know, he thinks, yeah, I can do it. I've gotten through everything else before. I want to get through this thing. And then he goes at it at full speed, and then you just see a big explosion. Yeah, kaboom. And then you see the, the car... Like is like you know like up, up uh, you know just stuck between the two blades or whatever. Yeah. And the originally the director thought it was going to go up in the air and blow up, but it just kind of stuck there. And then and then you see him like getting the hoses and hosing down the car. But they, they, from what I saw, 
There was no trace of him in the car. There's no body in there, yeah. So that was like the weird, like, allegorical ending or whatever. There's no body in there. So what the hell happened? Did he jump out? Did he, like, you know, was was this all like a dream or something? See, and this, this, I think this is what makes this one of those cult movies that everyone kind of... Because it's open-ended. And everyone kind of likes it, and everyone... Not everyone likes it. That's a dumb statement. No. Um, There is many, many layers to this. You could... I watched it like... This guy has made choices his entire life, and he would rather uh, live free and die than be caught and be caged up because he knows he would be getting put away. So his choice is meh. I've had yeah. I had a good run goodbye, and he killed himself. Like, yeah. but that's one interpretation of like hundreds, yeah, probably. You, you know. Oh yeah, it it's, like, been, it's like a, it's, a, it's like a, here's your stages of your life. You know, yeah. it could be like you know, hey, you know, I tried this, I tried that, I tried the other thing. And, like, you know, I, I did all this crap. Some of it worked out. Some of it didn't. But, like, I'm, like, I got, I'm going to do this because I've gotten through everything. And, boom, yeah. you know, I don't care. I'm going into, I'm going in and I'm going to make it. And then, you know, I and mean. And the, the people sitting there watching like it was a carnival. On one hand, it's the same as him being a race car driver or the motorcycle racer. He's used to people sitting yeah. there watching him crash. Yeah. But from a different perspective. It's showing the inhumanity to men where these people are just lining up to see somebody get beat up yeah, or killed. Death, yeah. And that's it. Like and so there's it is holding up a mirror slightly, a little you know, here and there well, kind of thing. Yeah. You know? I, I mean to me it's like besides the metaphysical or whatever, I mean besides the break on through to the other side yeah. thing, <laughs> yeah. it's the end of the sixties. Yeah. You know? It's like true. here's here's like the here's like the, the hippies, they're kinda of dying out, the the police are running a whole place. You know the the all the peace and love stuff is like where they're beating up like people or whatever. You know the cops are taking away your mm-hmm. freedom. You know there's all these speed traps, all this crap. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? There's all this conformity from the man. You can look at it that way too. And mm-hmm. it was like, true. you know what? I I, I want to be free. I don't want to live with all this. That's what I mean. Yeah. You know, so I want to be free. You can look at it. You can look at it as an allegory for the end of the sixty the same way. Easy Rider was, you yeah, know. Of I mean, it's it's there's two. If you watch them as a double feature, <laughs> there's a lot of similarities. Oh, Easy yeah. Rider was first, and you know, there's a lot of similarities about the end of the hippie dream or whatever you want to call. It. But he really wasn't. He was kind of like a straight guy that kind of turned into like not really a hippie, yeah. but in a way became. He wanted his like you said. He wanted his freedom, and everybody was taken away from him at every turn. You know, like you, if you, they said first of all, he was a Vietnam veteran. Yeah, that's a decorated right. veteran that got disabled and sent home. That's right. Okay, then he was a cop who was he made he made detective, then got bounced, dishonorable discharge because he he stood up to his dumbass partner. Yeah. Then he was a NASCAR driver who, who crashed his car. Then he was a motorcycle racer who crashed his motorcycle. Yeah. Like it was. Yeah, it was. He, a, you, he was always doing the right thing, but and always with the wrong right. wor- thing. You know? They were on Argo, so he's like, "Fuck it, I don't give a shit anymore." And that's you know that's life, man. Life kicks you in the ass if you want to. I mean, a lot if, of times. If, if you want to, if you want to, you know, if you want total freedom, there's your freedom there. You know, but you know, yeah. freedom, freedom is like a, a state of mind. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's I think. So this movie is up to uh, is you, you can interpret it as all this, or you yeah. can interpret it as a car movie, a great chase movie, or you can interpret it as like a piece of shit. Yeah. Well, that's take your pick. I think of this compared to like Two Lane Blacktop. Now, yeah, yeah, there you this, go. There's this one, one is so much more meaning. Like, when you watch Tulane Blacktop, that's really just about two dudes that are just dry- racing cars. You know, I mean, there isn't a whole lot of layers 
<laughs> well, I don't I'd know. Be fun, I, but I haven't not. been a while since I watched it. Yeah, there was you, a lot of. They're cut. Yeah, they're in the there same. There was some, bag. but I mean, this one is much. I think this one presents it much more. Like I think this one's more. I think this was a very ambiguous movie yeah, on purpose. On purpose, and that was a good. I mean, for it really for this but one, it lends itself but well. Could, but somebody could. I mean, somebody could come along and say. Yeah, it was a little too ambiguous. I really want some. Mm-hmm. I really want uh, to, to, to somebody to say something as opposed to like imply a lot of things and leave it up to me yeah. to figure it out. So it's kind of one of those movies where, like, I wouldn't say you can, I think it's an excellent movie, but yeah. I could see like a good percentage of people going like, "Yeah, what is the, what's movie, the point what of this? The, yeah, what's the point of this?" You know and if I was, I mean? if you're in a bad mood when you watch it, maybe the first time you see it. Well, like, if you, and if you hype stupid. it up too yeah. much, yeah. you're going to go like, well, this wasn't really what it was cracked out to be. But it's definitely a movie of the 70s. Oh, definitely I, a movie of the 70s. The 70s is the headache yeah. and the, the hangover <laughs> of the 60s. Then the, um, boy, I did love the uh, the long sweeping vistas and the long, yeah. the driving and stuff of like that. It was, man, it was just kind of cool. Like, well, th- deserts and I, like... Uh, and I... And, one thing I will say when I've driven lots of long, long tri- uh, drives, uh, you know, I drove to Texas and back to pick up a motorcycle my grandfather had. And I drove the whole way there and the whole way back, 16 hours, slept for like about eight, 16 straight back. Yeah. And your brain, you start to think and well, wander truckers. and oh, that's why I think sometimes they think themselves crazy. But like, yeah. like postal guys, they'll think themselves crazy because yeah, all you're I mean, doing is thinking and thinking and thinking. He was doing and no sleeping. Yeah, but he I was, was in a he was in a freaking like you know LS you know whatever mm-hmm. you know speed induced like. <laughs> hey, I can make it. I'm so speeded out. I, I can know make that. it. So much of the amphetamines. I was sitting there looking at that those some of those roads, and I was like, I want to take my my little S2000 that that is listed as a top speed of 155. I would love to just sit there and flat out go as fast as it could as long as I could on one of those like really long stretches and just I mean just cover a couple hundred miles and just flat out going as fast as that motor would go that would be so something I'd love it oh I I would that's like a dream you know but you can't do that because cops are there and 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 and, and, uh, you know know. not and you can always you can also consider this movie to be a little bit monotonous too because it's just Car race upon car race about car race, and you can go. Oh, oh here's yeah. another like character that I don't know what the hell that means, but super I liked shenanigans. It. I, enjo- I, yeah. I enjoyed the 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 strange. I was surprised it pulled it off because of, because of just yeah. what you said. Staring at a white car ripping through the desert. Oh, yeah. That's like Wile E. Coyote, two minutes and, or less. And how many times and, can you like car crash or yeah. like you know? But there was enough of that nutty stuff, and then the powerful stuff like Cleavon Little getting beat up. There was another sudden. I was like, "Ooh, I I feel uncomfortable now. This is not comfortable." Then it goes back because I didn't know if that prospector was going to get killed by that crazy yeah, church yeah, guy. Yeah, you, yeah. you just don't. There was a couple. There's I a don't, weird character. Yeah, like, I don't know where this is going right now. And then they, you get they get through it or whatever. But it's yeah. so. It, I mean, obviously, I love this movie. This is like a eight and a half or nine to me. Um, yeah, yeah. So, but I loved. I've always loved it. You but, know. but I'll but I'll, I'll give it like an eight and a half. But I'll say, don't take our word for it you know well, don't take no. our for it this is if, if, if it interests you yeah. you know go ahead but it's definitely like a movie that like is open uh, if you don't like movies that are open to a lot of interpretation might not be your it. cup of tea baby but if you like you know like speeding car racing drugs and, and nude chicks on motorcycles yeah go for it you know enjoy it you know it's a uh, it's an oddball movie like i said i saw it on the late show one night, and I thought it was an interesting movie. It was yeah. like, really? This is the way it... It's one of those movies where it's like, really? 
this is the way it ends. It's like, yeah. you know, I, I know a lot of people that are like, what the F is this ending? <laughs> what did he get? Did he die? There's nobody in the car. What did he do? This is like, what is this, a, a drug movie? Kind of. Yeah, a little bit. Kind of, a lot of bit. I will say that one of the funny, I'm going to tell our, uh, our author story on air real quick. It was the funniest thing last weekend. Uh, we did our show and Dr. Morbius came in with a with oh, a yeah. with flash drive and a big grin. He's like, "Yeah, put that in." He's like, "Ha! I surprised you. I found that movie Vanishing Point." I was like, "Dude, you gave me Vanishing Point on DVD for Christmas." <laughs> it was so awesome. I, I know. Forgot. It was like two years ago, two Christmases ago. You gave me the Vanishing so Point. So the one that you that I gave you has <laughs> both versions on it. Yeah. So the, the both versions, or they they or they took out the scene out and they had it as an extra. No, it's the other side is UK. Oh, the same so it's yeah, a double sided okay. one. Of the, remember the old DVD yeah, that yeah, had double sided. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. 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 Oh, that, yeah that, I, I, that made me laugh because you were like, "Yeah, look at what I got you." I was like, "You, you, you bought it for me already." I always <laughs> like, I always like to see I love, the, yeah. I always like to watch the longer version because yeah. it's going to have all the. Even though it might be a little more boring, a little bit. It has like, why did you take this out? You know, yeah. I I, why did you? What was the point? Well, I'm going to go back and watch it now because I I literally flipped it and I was like, eh. I, I didn't yeah. I didn't do my research so I just threw it in and just there watched it. There might be it, you more know. stuff I don't know. Yeah. I mean, but I think it's just that one scene. But from what I understand, it it is only that one scene and he they, yeah. the UK liked it in their test screening so they left it. Like, yeah. Like literally that like what I read on the internet that's what it said I was like huh. And and this movie didn't review well at first people were like again mm. like I said before people were like what the hell is this is this some kind of like existential nihilistic you know mess or whatever it wasn't until it got re-released later on well, I think with the French connection that people kind of got into it oh, yeah. and it wasn't until after that that it started playing on TV that people were like oh man this is a cool movie I never saw it because I think when it came out if I read it from what I read correctly that the the the, the, the 20th Fox was like I don't know what to do with this movie yeah. so they just threw it at drive-ins Figured, well, it's got cars and it's got hippies in it and got yeah. speed. Just throw it out of driving. They didn't. They did not know what. It was kind of an artistic movie. They didn't really. He's get a good it. actor. I liked his. Fair I liked Newman, the. Yeah, yeah, I liked his acting in it. I was like, well, oh, you know. Yeah, he's fine. He's fine. He was in a lot of TV. He was Petrocelli. Yeah. He did a lot of television. Oh yeah, know? that's all he saw. All right, that's gonna be it for this week. Uh, anything else you want to say? No, nope. Vanishing Point. We both obviously say watch it. Um, if I would maybe uh, I don't know I was gonna say you could listen to this and then watch it and then listen to this again or vice versa, but uh, you know it, there's yeah, different ways of seeing it. it. And uh, if I guess you can that's find, it. If you, well, you gotta find it first. It's not on YouTube. No, well, no, you have to buy it. You got you got to buy it. You got to buy it. Pony up the cash for Vanishing Point. All right, my name is Matt with me as always. Dr. Morbius. We'll see you next week for more shenanigans. Maybe Playboy Mansion shenanigans. Really? I, uh, maybe. I don't know. Okay. We'll see you next week, everyone. Here's the tenderloins to sing you into some Where's the Beef. Oh, gosh. Help us. <laughs> hey, everybody. We're all going to get laid. Does anybody out there have
decision anybody back there. <laughs>